1: I love Brian Dable, and I hope to see him on love hand. Love the world's you. most famous. I love. How could you not? Like, if you were to ask me right now, Sal, give me. You know, everybody calls with the hypotheticals. or who would you like to interview, or this or that? If you were to ask me right now in New York sports, give me top three, even top two, maybe the guy, maybe top one. Which New York sports figure would I like to hang out with the most
0: right now? Brian Dable is atop that list. He reminds me so much of Tom Coughlin. Like so much of. That, like, even when the Giants lose, it's just that smooth demeanor that he just gets everyone going the next week, you know? And Giants had a lot of ugly games last year, but I mean, the Giants now also added Jalen Ohiyatt, who had 15 touchdowns last year. I mean, you watched the game against Alabama, five catches, 207. What? Dude, a 4 3 speed? Dude reminds me exactly of Deshaun Jackson. Like, the dude is bigger, you know? The dude's fast. Giants got their number one, and then you got the slot guys and Paris Campbell and Hodgins and Waller. Barkley comes back. I mean, yeah, I mean, big. I need to see
1: it play out. It's I do phenomenal. like the fact though that Dable felt that strongly about it to where he was trying to, you know, work the phones and send the text to make the trade happen for Hyatt. I, you know, I know I didn't watch him play at college. Don't know anything about him other than what you just said, and okay. we're, you know, we're learning about him after the Giants take him here uh, in the third round. But well, uh, look, he won I the do Fred trust
0: Blinkoff Award. Right, which goes to the best wide receiver in the country.
1: And then why did he go in the third round?
0: Well, just because he's got a little question with uh, his route running. The thing about the Giants is that it fits him perfectly because – just like Gabe Davis in Buffalo, I remember Gabe Davis also went in the third round, but he had that right. speed. But yeah, I'm not ben saying that he can't be
1: good. I'm not saying I'm not saying a third round pick can't be good. But if you're saying he's the best wide receiver in college football to go in the third round, uh, I, I mean that doesn't add up to me. Um, just on the surface, but look, the Giants drafted by need, and uh, you know I'm assuming got skill players that they like here with uh, with Banks, certainly with Hyatt, and then they get the center that they want in the second round. So we'll see. On paper, yeah, it looks great, but I. I just, here's what it comes down to. You have to trust Mark. And at this point, I think that we do Joe Shane and Brian Dable to run things for the Giants. And I trust that they're making the right calls.
0: And I mean, everyone's saying about Daniel Jones, right? Which I saw a lot. I mean, listen, I have a bunch of them and I'm, 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 I'm taking receipts, Robert Salah, right? I'm taking receipts because here's the thing is, is that Jones has never been really surrounded Like, buy weapons. Like, the reason the Giants drafted Barkley so high was because they wanted to take the pressure off Eli Manning in his final year. So they were like, oh, we're going to draft Barkley. Uh, The reason why the Giants went after Kenny Galladay was because stupid idiot traded away Beckham because they needed to, right? And all of a sudden, he's like, I need a receiver, and the best receiver available was Galladay. Let's go after Galladay. Yeah, that's a mistake. I
1: I get it. And look, I don't love Daniel Jones as much as you do, Mark, and thank you for the call. But he certainly proved a lot of the doubters wrong last year. Now, he's got to do it again because he's had one good year. And I think a lot of it had to do with Dable. But the good news is Dable's not going anywhere. So it's irrelevant what Daniel Jones would do anywhere else. That's a hypothetical that does not matter. The reality is Brian Dable is the Giants head coach, and he isn't going anywhere. And Daniel Jones is the Giants quarterback, and he isn't going anywhere. So that's the combination that teams in the NFC are going to have to mess with. I love Daves. Now you say it reminds you of Coughlin, maybe there are parts of him that when he gets on somebody or yelling on the sideline, like he's got that take no BS mentality like Coughlin, but he's got a tremendous personality, and I think I don't believe he takes himself too seriously. Where I think Coughlin did certainly before he adjusted. Remember Coughlin had to change a little bit, and that's when he finally you know broke through and won that first Super Bowl. Nick is calling from State College. What's up, Nick?
2: Hey, how you doing, Sal? How are you, Nick? Good. Uh, First of all, I agree with you on Brian Dayball. Uh, As a Giants fan, I think he's bringing in, like, a a personality and energy that this team really hasn't seen in a long time. Um, I think he's able to connect with the players, um, just, like, in a being more youthful and uh, in a more, I guess, uh, emotional way. I I think he's connecting with these players way more than a a Pat Shermer or Joe Judge was able to. So, you know, just
1: 100%. a 100%. Agreed oh, 100%. Yeah,
2: yeah I, so uh, I agree with Eric. My main point was about the Mets. I just want to throw out a few stats out there that is uh, indicative of this $350 million payroll. I mean, this team is 19th in the majors in batting average, 14th in runs, 19th in home runs, 16th in ERA. I mean, they just don't excel in anything, and I think that's what's really frustrating is that, I mean, it's across the board, it's just complete mediocrity. And, well, for uh, that's now. What I'm worried about how, right
1: now. Well, how was this team built, Nick? What was supposed to be their strength coming into the year?
2: It's supposed to be their contact but, and their um, pitching, most of all. And I know their pitching is obviously – They're starting,
1: they're starting thing, rotation. Yeah. And thank you for the call, Nick. They're starting rotation. They haven't had Scherzer – I mean, Verland doesn't pitch a game. So we expect that to change next week. The entire look of the Mets could be different when you see Scherzer and Verlander in that rotation at the same time. They better hope that that's the case. And then once they get Marte and Lindor going, they'll look like a different team. They should be a playoff team at the very least. Jim and Haverstraw. What's up, Jim?
0: Uh, Salami. Come on. Haverstraw. Haverstraw. Haverstraw.
1: I, always, I think I say it different every single time. Haverstraw. What's up, Jim?
0: Yes, you do. And listen... Fable is, is is he is such a perfect fit too. Just for the New York, for the Giants, the team, what they represent. Like you see him at the Rangers game, he gets put on the jumbotron. Yep. He's like he's perfect in every sense.
1: I love him. I love Coach Dable, and I love his fire uh, at the Ranger games in particular. But how could you not root for this guy? Coach Dable makes me root for the Giants. Simple as that. I believe in him and Shane. I think the Giants are in great hands, and I think they have – look, obviously they had success this year. Forget about what I think. The reality was they had success this year. I expect it to continue moving forward. may not get as far as they did a year ago, but they're in great hands as a franchise.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news –